Hi guys, it's Kimmy and welcome back to Real Table Talk. Okay, so we're doing a continuation of Crazy Faith and we are on episode four now. Um, so stemming off at episode three, I was just about to tell you what happened with me and the ticket. So I needed to have Crazy Faith. So I decided I'm going to take the money and I'm going to purchase the ticket. Um, just to go back a bit, I didn't have uh, appropriate, well, I said appropriate, but I, I had a suitcase, uh, luggage, um, bag, but it was not, it wasn't going to hold up for me. So my father's girlfriend at the time, um, she decided she wanted to bless me and she gave me one. And that's the one that I actually use because what they did was, um, my sister and my mom, they came together and they did a surprise, um, going away party for me. Uh, just a little gathering, like a lime, a social. And I was so blessed because I saw them buying into it. We had some food, we had some drinks, they invited some people there. And that's when at that point where she came and she said, oh, this is for you. This is a, you know, a going away gift. And I was so excited because it was, and it was a very expensive suitcase. So this day I still have it and it's still in proper condition. I mean, that thing is really good. Like one of those ones that when they take it and they toss it and stuff, it wouldn't damage everything's intact. So I was so blessed. I was so grateful because I couldn't take the money take money out to purchase one because i knew i would have needed that money so i was very excited and happy that she did that for me now let's go to the ticket so at the party now everybody's um we're celebrating they're saying i'm leaving on the 28th of october i mean of august and i didn't even know <laughs> if i had the money so everybody thought that everything was in place only person that didn't that knew that it wasn't in place i think was my sister i don't even think i told my mom because i operated from a place of faith and everybody's there they're wishing me you know goodbye and they're saying you know we're you know you're leaving on the 28th and everything and listen no ticket has been bought so i'm having a goodbye party and there's no ticket i know it's crazy so everybody's wishing me well and everything because i'm leaving like next week and everything but ticket has not been bought so i decided that you know what i because i was scared i was like what if i purchase this ticket and then when i get the ticket and i get there and then she says to me you know nothing has been approved so then i have to come back i'm going to be embarrassed i'm going to be sh- i'm going to feel bad about it because i told everyone that god is going to do this and everything is going to happen but no i i don't really know so i'm in a very you know a very fragile position here what do i do should i make that step forward what do i do and then i remember the story of doubting thomas and i said you know what you can't be a doubting thomas you're either going to trust him or you're not going to trust him and i chose to trust god say god i'm gonna trust you so i decided okay let's go to the um i went to the um the airline and i remember going to them um the the the, what do you call them the travel the travel house um i can't remember what those people are called but i went there nonetheless and those persons who will book your tickets for you and everything a travel agent right that's what i did i think so i went to a travel agent i called them and i spoke with them i told them i shared my vision with them i told them again i'm ready to travel for studies and stuff and i asked them if it would be possible for them to give me a sponsorship they don't have to give me um all of it or part of like anything that they were willing to do i was totally grateful and thankful for so i came in and they asked for information and they did take some money off but they didn't really take a lot and by the time i was finished my ticket was two thousand eight hundred and something barbados dollars because i bought it the wednesday and i was leaving the friday 
and again i'm thinking to myself are you crazy where are you gonna go so all the plans that i had set in place because i was supposed to stay at a hotel and until i was able to go over to the university because you had to come on a set date so i had to cancel that because like where am i going to stay but then my cousin she knew a friend who lives in ottawa which is not far from where i was going to go in kingston and so I did she 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 spoke with him and he said I can come by and everything and again I was very scared I'm going by a, a man's house someone that I don't know I have never met before and I'm gonna stay there by his house and he lives alone like this is crazy so I was like no 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 I don't know about this and I was she was but she vouched for him she said you know he's a good guy you can trust him he's a Christian everything's like yeah, yeah yeah everybody's a Christian until that time comes so I'm thinking you know I don't want anything to happen here but so I said a quick I call my family members those who are I know grounded in Christ and I said I want you guys to pray with me on this because I need to know that God is saying that this is okay and I asked everyone to pray pray with me about it. And they did. We prayed about it probably for like a day or two days or so. And we're waiting. And I'm not hearing God say no. I'm not hearing God say anything. I'm saying, God, you're serious? I can actually go? This guy's not going to try anything? Like, I'm still not sure. Then, you know, then my uncle and my aunt, they called and they said, um, I think God is saying that you should go. And I'm thinking, okay, okay. I hope you guys are right because I really hope nothing happens. But again, I realized that that was the enemy. He was placing those thoughts in my mind because he realized how close I was. And he wanted me to doubt the process, to doubt God. And you can't doubt God. You can't say you trust God or you have faith and then you doubt him at the same time. It just doesn't work. Two of them can't happen. in this, They can't operate in the same space. So I decided then, okay, you know what? I'm going to trust you. Purchase the ticket. I purchased the ticket. She said I'll get able to stay with them, organize everything. I left on the 28th of August. Here I am on the plane on the way to Ottawa. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, if I get there and nothing is there for me, what do I do? Because they had to make a down payment to keep the housing. But I was able to make that down payment. I had to make that via a wire transfer before I had left. And that was like a thousand and something Canadian dollars. So I paid that. I did that. But even though I made the down payment, I haven't paid for the full length of time. Because the uh, the total cost for the housing was about 7,000 Canadian dollars or so. Right? That's a, that's over that's about over 14,000 Barbados dollars. Right? Where, where was I going to get that from? So uh, I only had paid down the down payment. So here I am on the plane. I'm on my way to Ottawa so that I will stay there. Because Ottawa was two hours away from Kingston where Queen's um, University is. And he would then drive me over to the university and everything. So he touched down. Now I got there. There was uh, I was supposed to have a connecting flight. Something happened and we didn't get our luggage in time. And I, I, and I say we because I ended up meeting a friend there. And I missed the connecting flight. So that's when I met this lady. And Dominique, oh my God, Dominique, if you're listening, listening, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I met Dominique there and we both missed it. So we started talking and everything, you know, sharing with her, you know, where I'm from and where I'm going and everything. And then she pretty much started everything out for me because this was like my second time traveling alone and to such a far place. So I didn't really know how do you deal with things like this and what's supposed to happen, nothing like that. So I was pretty much learning on the go. So I was really happy that God had placed her there and I was able to follow her lead. So she got everything started for us. They put us up in a hotel for the night and everything, got our flight started out. I was able to use her phone to contact the guy and let him know what had happened. So he knew I would be coming in in the morning instead of the nighttime. time. 
and he picked me up i got to ottawa he picked me up took me to his place he was really nice guys he was a real nice he's a really really nice guy he's he's at his name is chris so shout out to chris again if you're listening and chris is now married with his son there's their family so beautiful and so chris took me picked me up from the airport took me to his home and he walked me through everything. He took me to the um, to the store, to the malls and stuff, and got all the things that I needed, like the things I needed for bedding and that kind of stuff. He told me everything I would need to do, everything that I needed to know, the do's, the don'ts. And he's Barbadian too as well. So he knew exactly what to expect We coming into some place like this, not knowing. And so he did all that for me. And then he drove me there. And I got to the university. And I'm now looking to, you know, go to my um, <laughs> my housing. So when I got there, now I'm looking, I'm looking. So I found my housing and everything. And as soon as I got there, this uh, crazy girl, she came to me. She said, hi. And I was like, oh, my God, she's crazy. Like, I didn't, I didn't thought that she would you know say anything to me or anything and she says hi and i'm excited i'm like oh hi she's like um she said i'm the Gene. what's her name and she's so excited and she shook my hand and she's ecstatic and then here comes out she's like oh hi i'm maria and i was like oh hi maria and we started talking and everything and we became best friends three of us we became like best friends instantly Nagin is from uh, both Nagin and maria they're both from spain Nagin is in barcelona and um Maria is in uh, Madrid, right? So we're there, and I'm like, this is not happening right now. I just made these two friends. We started talking, and everything is very exciting. And he helped me with everything. I still don't know what's going to happen and what's happening or anything like that. But we were all supposed to go to an uh, international meeting the next day. So when I did that, I went to the meeting. I got there, I was looking for the lady who I was conversing with over, um, over uh, through emails. And I went to her and I said, hi i'm kimisha um i really just want to say thank you for all that you have done and guys i was not braving her or anything but i was just really grateful because god has really done some tremendous things for me so even at this point even if i don't get to stay the fact that i'm here already i'm excited so i came i had brought some um some stuff from her some souvenirs some barbados some barbadian souvenirs for her like key rings and so on and i handed it to her at the end of the meeting i introduced myself to her i said this is a gift and i brought it for her she said wait a minute Kamisha," because i knew i was looking over your um i was looking over your application and i recognized that it said one semester but i know in our emails when we spoke you're supposed to be here for a full year so what i did is that i adjusted that and it sub- resubmitted it to the vice chancellor and i'm waiting to hear back from them or everything that is going to be confirmed she said i was a bit scared that you weren't going to make it but i'm really happy to see that you are here because i know obviously you would have been waiting to hear from us before you make a move so i'm very glad to see that you are here listen this lady had no idea that all i had on my card was about six thousand barbados dollars that's all i had if nothing had happened i really would have had to go back home because you couldn't work while you were um there you had it was a lot of red tape you had to go through so i couldn't that was not even an option for me to be able to work so here i am i went back to my um dorm and i, I call my mom on skype and i'm telling them about everything and my mom says okay sit tight everything's gonna work out you're gonna receive that money everything's gonna go as planned god has not forgotten about you she said have faith trust god and don't move so I'm like, whoa. I mean, when mommy gets like to that stage, we know things happening, right? So I trusted God, like I said, and waited. And then about two weeks or so after, 
and I, I honestly I didn't I wasn't worried anymore I was I was acting like everything was fine because I really believed it you could not have told me that that was not going to happen so there I am waiting and then I got the email about two weeks later and it said congratulations um we want to um welcome you and they gave me the scholarship a full scholarship 15,000 Canadian dollars and they told me they're going to open a bank account for me where I needed to go who I needed to speak with so that I can have the monies ready and everything they're just going to subtract the money that is for the housing and everything the balance and they let me know what was available to me and what I could do and what everything all the information was there and I was screaming I was like oh my god here I am again among people who have money like Maria's um, parents they, they have money Nagin's parents they have money they have a car that they just swipe whatever they want they purchase they don't have to worry about anything and I'm the girl that you know I got the scholarship and everything let me tell you what God did and I'm going to wrap this up. This is probably going to be a bit longer than the others. So here's how God showed up. So I got the money and everything. And what God did was, it's just mind-blowing. I came from, I, I, I was a girl that didn't have the money. Didn't know if I was ever going to be able to go to Canada. Because all I really wanted to do was to really, you know, activate the dream that I had. This big desire to study overseas. And here I am, I'm studying. I made great friends. Maria and again, who became lifelong friends. And then a ton of others. I was the only black girl on that in that housing in that um area the only black girl there were many other black girls through school uh throughout the school but i was the only black girl in there because it is highly dominated right and uh, by by whites so and i was there and i'm thinking oh my gosh and you know it's hard when you're the black one i'm not trying to sing or anything because I, most of the times when i spoke or stuff i'm very passionate about stuff they took it as me being aggressive but it was just me being passionate you know caribbean women are caribbean people when we speak about things the way how we speak sometimes it could be uh it, it could be misconstrued as as uh, construed as though we are being aggressive which was not the case so i had that battle of making sure that they knew that you know hey i'm not aggressive this is just me being passionate so i had to already find myself and if find them not only find myself but allow myself to also stand out and not blend in because that's important because i didn't want to just blend in with everyone else so all of a sudden now i i'm talking like everyone else i'm doing everything i want no this is me and this is who i am because god has brought me to this place i have to stand out so that's what i did no i met a family there that took great care of me tandy and and chue oh my god god bless you guys god bless you guys i i have never felt such love like that before from people from strangers people who i never knew never met before didn't know anything about me but they 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 pretty much brought me in you know they kept me and and like when i when i found that church with pastor ulu and pastor Ari, and i was thinking oh my god these people cared for me like i was their daughter pastor Ari prayed for me ulu talked to me we talked about business we talked about so many things when she wrote her first book i was there she gave me i got her first copy i mean this was wow i i even joined the church i became a part of their worship team i i was out doing their youth ministry so even though i was you know away from home i didn't felt like i was away from home because i had tani and chubby and chiwi sorry i always pronounce his name wrong and chiwi 
always was there to really, you know, to help me. So I would visit their home many times and it was with their daughter. I remember when I got sick, Tani took care of me and she took care of me again like I was her daughter. I remember that weekend she said, you know what, don't worry about it. We're going to go away to the cottage. She took us to the cottage. We spent the weekend at the cottage, me, her, her husband and her daughter. And then we went canoeing and everything. I learned a lot about their culture. She cooked their food for me because um, they're actually from Zimbabwe and when we when she showed me like the fufu like how they eat and stuff how they make it so that for me was very exciting you know eating fufu for the first time and it's a different way in which how they do it she had another friend too as well who came over and she's from congo and then she did um uh, something like what we what we barbadians would probably call like bakes or or like somewhat like muffins or fish cakes but it was still quite different the way how they did it and they had a dip for it and everything i also made some fish cakes for them they loved our fish gates and um it was just so exciting and then on top of that like with all the friends that i met i was traveling like i was traveling like my mom and dad were millionaires so for spring break we went to chicago then we went to montreal we went to ottawa for the skating there's this um skating festival this ice this ice festival that happens around that time so i went to that ice festival and again everything was paid for I didn't have to call my mom or ask for money or anything. I had more than enough. So we did that. We went on the skating rink. We got to see all the ice sculptures. All of this was different for me. I never experienced anything like it. And then I even got the opportunity then when we did the bigger tour, we went to Washington DC and I got to go then and see a lot of stuff going to the museums that were there. And it was so exciting. Then from there, I got to go to New York City. I've never, at that time, I had never been to New York City. No, I've been there at least three times but since then I, I that was my first time and we went to new york city i stayed in man in manhattan and to stay in manhattan is very expensive i mean if you guys live in new york you know how expensive it is to stay there so we stayed in manhattan and we traveled throughout i went to all i went to the um the 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 wax museum i took plenty of pictures with all those iconic people and everything like and like obama and all those people it was it was it was amazing it was so mind-blowing and again i couldn't believe that i was paying for everything and i wasn't paying for it and like painfully paying for it like i literally had the money to pay for it we went to so i did so many restaurants in new york we because i love to eat so we're eating at multiple restaurants there i went to the trump tower for the first time um on i think that's the 50th street in new york and then i also got to go to what's another place i went to i went to boston i get to meet my grandfather for the first time my great-grandfather for the first time in my life guys i went to harvard university i visited there did a tour there and i also get to go to the berkeley the music the music college um university and that again was a major experience we we knew someone so they were able to take us in and we did a tour and we met so many people there it was just mind-blowing i could not believe that i was there and especially meeting my great-grandfather for the first time i met him that year and by the end of the year he died and i said look at god look at god i remember that was my first and only picture with him i still have it up to today i think i'm probably going to dedicate that one to him i never because he he was over he was living in the united states for probably from the time i was a child or even before so he never came back to barbados he never called and spoke with me i don't even know if he th knew i existed I, he probably heard of me i don't know but um getting there in that moment i could have 
had a lot of hatred. I could have not wanted to see him because, but I, I don't know, but I just wanted to meet him. So I called my aunt. I told her I was coming to see her and she, she was excited. So I got to see her and my cousin. I visited their home and then they took me to see him and we spoke for the first time we had a really good conversation and everything he took some pictures with me you know made some jokes and everything and just like that he died just a few months after and i said wow if i didn't trust god if i didn't um activate my faith if i had not made that decision i would have never got an opportunity to meet my grandfather my mother she hasn't sought to see him for the time she was a little girl my sister she never met him never heard of him never well heard of him of course but never spoke to him um all of my other cousins and stuff they they don't know who great grandfather is they don't know him so i got that opportunity because i really trusted god i said god really blew my mind so i made crazy faith guys crazy faith and we're in 2020 god is still doing some crazy things i can't speak on everything right now because a lot is still happening but stay tuned and you rest assured and i'll be sharing more stuff about crazy faith and how God is really activating my faith but this is one of the major highlights for me in my life of how I was able to trust God beyond a shadow of doubt it's such a scary situation not knowing what's going to happen and just really plunge, you know, plunging in to everything that he had for me and seeing everything unfold and the blessings that I received were so multiple they like I can't even be able to begin to count them the things that he did for me and giving me the opportunity to also bless others and be a blessing to others too as well because from that I learned so many things I went to Niagara Falls we did I did so many things I have tons and tons of pictures like I can't remember all the places that I went at one point I almost got to go to Cuba but then I decided not to go to Cuba because I wanted to um do like a full tour because Maria loves to travel so we did like this whole tour um where we went from city to city to city trust me I probably will never do that again it was so tiring from city to city to city but it was definitely an adventure and I enjoyed it I enjoyed it I enjoyed it I went to places and I ate things that I cannot pronounce I cannot spell <laughs> I met people that I never thought I would meet, people in high places too as well. I had conversations with people who I thought would probably I would never talk to. And it was just God. It was really just God. Just God. I have friends now from Kenya, I have friends from Nigeria, I have friends from Zimbabwe, from Congo. I have friends now from Dominican Republic. I have friends from Haiti. I have friends from, um, and I'm just, and guys, if I'm forgetting some of you, it's just, it's so many of you, you know. I have friends from Mexico. I have friends from Finland. I have friends from Scotland. I have, I have friends from the UK, of course. I, I have friends from France. I have friends from the United States. And, oh my God, I have so many I have so many people that I can literally like call or message or you know and just I will check in on me from time to time and it was all because of God all because of God so whatever it is that you may be looking to do and you're wondering can I really do this can this really happen yes it can happen but the question is are you willing to stay the course are you willing to keep that faith and see God show up and do the things that he he's gonna do for you because right now I'm trusting God for my husband and I know it's going to happen. It's going to show up. And it's going to show up on his in his timeline. I mean, he's been having several talks with me. He's showing me things and he's telling me things. But he hasn't told me. He hasn't released me to act on them. So I'm waiting patiently. Um, because I know God is going to really show up for me in such a big way. When that time comes, that will be another crazy faith story. When you guys hear all the things that happen leading up to that part. But yeah, I'm excited. 
and i hope you are too so once again guys thanks for tuning in again to the real table talk and i hope that you got something from this crazy faith and do go ahead and share it with a friend have a great one guys this is the real table talk